Welcome back, everybody, to the SOS Stacy on Sports Podcast Show. You are tuned in with the main host, Stacy Cardi, second with me this week. Welcome back to the show, Korea Lewis and Joey Kanji. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey, hey. How's it, How's going? it going, everyone? Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed y'all little vacations, but we are <laughs> we we are back and we are back. We got we got some good topics, NFL topics. Deshaun Watson, there's some updates with him going on. Uh, Sean Payton might return to coaching soon and somebody just got a huge contract extension we gonna start with that person none other than Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray got a five year 230 million dollar contract extension did y'all hear me 230 million dollars I think he's getting 40, like 46 million up front this year uh, I think it's second behind Aaron Rodgers, who's making $50 million, right there in the ballpark with Pat Mahomes. But crazy contract. Um, you know, it's people saying that he deserves the money versus he doesn't deserve the money. Cardinals, they haven't had huge success. They just returned to the playoffs last year. We all know about the Cardinals stumble in the second half of the seasons, the past few seasons. And – We'll see what happens. Also, it's worth noting that DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six games. So, right off the bat, uh, Kyler Murray going to have that pressure on him. So, was this a good move by the Cardinals to extend Kyler Murray this early in his career? Career, what you think? Um, I think it's a great idea. I personally um, really like the extension, um, you know, besides the fact that I like Kyler Murray, but – uh, I think it's good for the Cardinals. Um, the only thing that does suck is, like you had mentioned, Stacey um, Hopkins, he is suspended for the first uh, six games of the season. So it is going to be, like, interesting to see how that will all, like, pan out for, you know, the Cards, like, offense. Um, and then they have, like, um, the uh, their other receiver, uh, Brown, and then they have like James Conner as running back. And then they have uh, Zach Ertz for tight end. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they'll do with the offense. And um, Kyler Murray, you know, I think he does deserve, um, you know, the pay that he got um, for extending his contract. Um, and so he had like a couple good seasons, as we saw, you know, um, in the past. And he's only like 24 years old. So, you know, he's still young. He's still got a lot in him to like prove. And, um, you know, like he in the three seasons that in the three seasons that he has been with the cards, um, he's thrown 70 touch 70 touchdowns against 34 interceptions. And so he's also rushed for um, 786 yards Sorry about that. And um, scored 20 rushing touchdowns. So that's pretty good. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Murray will bring in the seasons to come. So it's going to be pretty interesting and pretty cool to see him um, this season. I'm excited. Yeah, no, he runs the ball better than James Conner. All right. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you had to throw that in there. Yeah, I had to throw it in there. Joey, uh, was this a good move by the Cardinals to extend Colin Murray? Well, I believe it was because as somebody who's a fan of um, the now called Washington Commanders, who oh, yeah. can never find that one quarterback, I think that <laughs> once you find that elite quarterback, you do whatever you can to lock him up. 
because you never know when you'll be able to find the next one. So, um, yeah. So in that sense, it's a very smart move. And again, he's only 24 years old, so it's not, it's not like the back half of the contract or anything like that will be aging poorly, which we've seen in the past before. So I think all around, it's a really good move. Like to me, he's easily like a top seven quarterback in the, in the NFL. Uh, just, I think he's just outside the, the top five, like just based on like talent and like what he can bring to an offense. Um, but yeah, he's obviously still got a lot of maturing to do. There's a lot of room for improvement f- with him, but um, yeah, I think he's on like the right track or the right start to his uh, NFL career. I think that he definitely can win a Super Bowl, whether it's with the Cardinals or after this contract, he signed somewhere else who knows, but um, yeah, he's definitely up there in terms of talent and and yeah, I think it's yeah, like very smart to just lock up when you have that franchise guy, especially at the most important position of, in the sport. I'm going to start off with this. I don't think Kyler Murray, if I had to rank the quarterbacks myself, I don't think Kyler Murray would make it into my top 10. I think he'll be on the outskirts, 11-12. Um, I do worry about his durability, especially in the back half of the season. Um, his height will always be a problem. It's tough being a 5'9", 5'10", quarterback. It's just, they're just tough. And then he has to do a lot in his offense. However, this was the right move by the Arizona Cardinals. Like you said, Joey, got to lock up your franchise quarterback when you see it. You got to lock it up. You got to make sure everything's in place so you can make that Super Bowl run successfully. And even though I said those things about Kyler Murray, he's still a fantastic quarterback. Um, I like the way he plays the game. He puts it all on the line. He does get off to a hot start, so you can at least have that. Um, and he's the one that brought in the success for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they really didn't have, like, a good go at quarterback since that Super Bowl round with Kirk Warner, which I'm still mad at, by the way, that the Rams don't Kirk Warner that early. But anyway, anyway, um, this this was the right move. This was the pretty much the only move. My only my biggest concern going forward with Kyler Murray is I've thought about it and I've kind of like blamed his play down the stretch to why the Cardinals have failed to get over the hump. But I'm starting to think it's the coaching. I'm starting to think it's Cliff Kingsbury not making those adjustments late in the season in the playoffs to help the Cardinals be more successful. Um I remember Ben posted a graphic about the Card- Cliff Kingsbury's records, like the first seven games of the season, and yeah. then like the last eight or nine or something like that. And it, it's, it's very telling and it's very scary think of, to think the coach would start off team six and two, then end up going two and six the rest of the way. So that's, that's something right there. And I'm starting to think if he was under like – more of a if he was under a better coach how far would Kyler Murray go so it's gonna be pressure on everybody all around involved speaking of pressure on the scale of one to ten um how much pressure is it on Kyler Murray to at least reach the Super Bowl uh Korea what you think um I'd say like probably like seven or eight Mm. I mean I feel like you know, there is like, you know, a good amount of pressure on him because, you know, he's like the starting quarterback. And also, you know, 
he's had a few like good seasons as well ever since you know he started like in his rookie year and everything so I mean yeah I mean I see it being like seven or eight you know for him and I know like you know I thought like the Cardinals like you know it was close like last season you know I was like seeing them like you know imagining them like going to the Super Bowl I actually thought in the beginning of the season that they were gonna go that far last season but it didn't happen so hopefully you know um like you know for them like it will happen you know soon we'll just have to see yeah I would say as long as these guys right here exist it's not gonna happen (laughs) It's not gonna happen. Oh. <laughs> Joe, Joey, on a scale of one one to ten, um, how much pressure is it on Kyler Murray to lead the Cardinals to the Super Bowl? Um, honestly, I'm gonna say it's like maybe like four or five. I don't think there's that much mm. on him. Just be like as of right now, I don't think there's that much pressure on him because they are in a pretty tough division with obviously the defending Super Bowl champs and and you, you never know what the 49ers are going to do any any season they always got a strong defense and stuff so um and especially because he's so young too like the first two or three years of this deal I don't think there'll be much pressure on him just because like he's still like growing as an NFL quarterback and especially with the potential that he's shown too like you know that it'll happen eventually but let's say like maybe two years left in the deal and like they still haven't gotten to a championship game at the very least, then I think that pressure goes to like uh nine or 10. Actually, I agree with you, Joey. I don't think there's much pressure on Kyler Murray to reach the Super Bowl. I mean, of course, mainstream media will put the pressure on him just because he's earning a lot of money now. But if you look at the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, they have, they have some players. They got some good players, but like you said, they're in a tough division. Um, like I mentioned earlier, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended first six games. I think more of the pressure is on Cliff Kingsbury to lead them to the Super Bowl than it is on Kyler Murray. So I think it's on more, more so on the coaching staff. And if the Cardinals don't at least win a playoff game this year, I can see Cliff Kingsbury getting let go. So I think the pressure is on them. But as far as Kyler Murray himself, I don't think it is. Uh, I think he'll play. I think he'll play well, but I still doubt that they'll reach that point. I still doubt that they'll reach the Super Bowl right now. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I can kind of see next year if they have the coaching staff right, if they get rid of Cliff Kingsbury, I think they'll make a run next year. But congratulations to Kyler Murray. But there's one more quarterback out there that – doesn't have an extension yet. And his name is Lamar Jackson. I want to touch on Lamar Jackson because this is a kind of a strange thing. Now, versus Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson has an MVP. Lamar Jackson has won a playoff game. Lamar Jackson has been to the playoffs. Yep. What's going to happen with Lamar Jackson? Is he going to get that money this year? And, and it's also worth knowing that he's representing himself. He doesn't have an agent. So, um, anybody with an answer, y'all, y'all think Lamar Jackson gonna get that deal done with the Ravens? Uh, I think it's coming pretty soon. Um, it's just, uh, you know, he'll look at, um, what Kyler Murray just signed for and be like, uh, yo, where's my money kind of thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, in terms of just like individual 
like they're other than like the MVP, obviously, but like, I think they're, they, they bring a lot of the same things to a team and stuff like that. So they're, so it would make sense for Lamar to look at what Kyler got and kind of like base what he should ask for off of that. Um, adding obviously some more money because he's got the MVP and like the playoff wins and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I think like that will put some pressure on the management in Baltimore to do something. And like, like I said earlier, like you have like, you have like a top 10 quarterback, you're going to, you do whatever you can to lock him up. So if Baltimore just doesn't decides that they don't want to do it for whatever reason, then I don't know what to say. I think they're just like, they're just in the wrong, like completely. If they don't, um, if they don't pay up for, for Lamar. Career, you got an answer for that? Yeah. So like Joey said, I mean, like, I feel like the Ravens, like, you know, they should do something soon. I mean, because like, you know, Lamar, like we see, like, you know, he's carried the Ravens to the playoffs, you know, um, and he's a great quarterback, you know, so we've seen like a lot from him. He, he is probably going to get, you know, extended or something, you know, he's going to get his money. Um, but maybe they're just giving it some time. I don't know, but, um, hopefully the Ravens think smart about what they're doing and, you know, cause you know, the Ravens, they have something good with, you know, Lamar. So hopefully they uh, do something soon with him. I mean, how much time do they really need? How much more do they really need to see? The man won the MVP. The man has rushed over a thousand yards for like two, uh, two of the years that he's played. They ask him to do a lot. Last year, you know, he was dealing with injury. They didn't have a running back at all last year. They had to call Le'Veon Bell and – Yep. I think it was Devontae Freeman. They had to get them out their crib just to go play some games. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> and you asked Lamar Jackson to do all these things, and y'all not gonna give him the money. I just find that I just find that fascinating in the negative sense. In the negative sense. But let's uh jump to the NBA right quick. Right quick. James Harden has finally signed his contract with the Philadelphia 76ers. He was a bit hell-bent on returning to the 76ers. He found his home, I guess. He was saying that he wanted to sign for less money. I think he had like a close to $47 million opt-in that he could have done, but he wanted to reconstruct his deal. He ultimately signed for a two-year $68 million contract, which includes a player option after this season and also a no-trade clause during this season. Um, the 76ers, they are in position to – Make it out the Eastern Conference. You know, they still got Joel Embiid. They still got Tobias Harris. They got they got they got a nice team. And with James Harden healthy, this could spell, you know, a trip to the NBA finals. But Joey, I want to start with you with this. Can they actually win the 76ers? Can they actually win a championship with James Harden? Um, honestly, I don't think so. I just mm. I just don't think like that whole core has shown me enough. Like Embiid hasn't shown me enough in the playoffs to make me believe that they can win a championship. Like same with James Harden in the, in the playoffs too. Like they, none of them have really showed me like how they can like, like they're superstars, but they haven't really been been able to just like dictate games and just take over games. Like Tyrese Maxey has done more, shown me more in his like playoff run last year than, than uh, Embiid or Harden has, I think, in like their careers, how he can just take over games. 
So I don't know. To me, it's just like it, it's just like when it comes to the playoffs, like they've always just shown just come up short and stuff. So I just I just don't think that they that they have that in them to do it. It's just I don't know. This is just me going off of vibes and stuff, but <laughs> but like that's just what I feel about like about this core. So I just I just I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing because right now they they don't have they don't have um me um pulling for them much just from what I've seen in the past. So what you think they have to do in order to, you know, get the championship? What what else do they need in your opinion? I mean, they have a pretty good team now. It's just, it's just, they just got to hunker down and get it done in the playoffs. Like they just haven't really, they just haven't really shown that. Like they almost blew a three Oh lead to the, to the Raptors in the first yeah. round and stuff. And it was all, they got pretty ugly and they were getting booed off their court and stuff. And they just got to, they just got to get into that right state of mind and just, just, just do it. Like we've seen like MB, just like the, like the smallest of, of, um, of misfortunes would happen to him in the playoffs. And he starts uh, and his temper just gets to him and he'll get a couple texts and stuff. And he just got to, to me, he's just got to mature a little bit to, if they want to win a championship, he can't let like, People, it's a known thing in the NBA that if you get under his skin, he'll snap, and he's just got to mature and like find a way to control his anger, it, just to help out his team if they want to be able to to win a championship. All right, uh, Carrillo, uh, what you think? Can the 76ers win the NBA Finals with James Harden? Um, I mean, I feel like if the team was more like developed. Like, I feel like, yeah, but right now I can't see it uh, just because um, I feel like they just don't really have, like, you know, the components all there. So it's, like, similar to what Joey said. Like, I agree. Like, they don't really have, you know, sort of, like, you know, those players in there. Um, I mean, they have him be, they have him, but, you know, it's, like, maybe if they had, like, uh, more of like a solid like lineup um, than they would, you know, um, like advance, you know, to the finals or whatever the case. But, um, you know, like Harden, it's like he has a two year contract for sixty eight point six million. And so that's like that's of course, as you guys know, that's like a lot of money. So, you know, it's like game paid. And um, there is that there is one point where he did decline a forty seven point four million uh, option for next season. Um, and so um, I just think that like um, Harden, like, you know, he's still like young. I mean, he's like in his 30s, but um, I just think that, uh, you know, um, I feel like his his like time with like the 76ers, it's just like a little weird in there. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but it just seems a little like, you know, weird that he's in there and that dynamic. So, um, you know, I could be wrong, but, you know, hopefully uh, like we'll see something out of him, you know? Later. I like the, yeah. And uh, I like the commitment by James Harden. It seems like he's reached a point where he wants a championship. He knows that there'll be the last, the last infinity stone for him 
to cap off a great career that he has had. Um, I mean, they, in my opinion, they got the roster. You got James Harden who can score. He can facilitate. He's a, he can easily get 20 and 10. Uh, you got Joel Embiid who's great down low, great big man. Tyrese Maxey, that up and coming player, solid vet and Tobias Harris. And they just signed PJ Tucker. I mean, they got it, but this team is just, they always been hit by misfortune. And, you know, that also goes to Joel Embiid. Remember Joel Embiid, he caught an injury in the playoffs. And I don't think he played the first two games against the uh, Miami Heat in the second round, which, you know, shook things up for him. <sighs> it's tough. They got the team to make the finals, but something weird always happens with the 76ers. Something weird always happened with James Harden. And they don't make it. So I'm still I'm still gonna bank on it. I don't think I don't think they're gonna make the NBA finals. Uh they can make the Eastern Conference Finals for, for sure, but it's just we're I don't know. I can't explain it. I think I kind of cursed James Harden because I remember a long time ago I was asked, you know, give me your best hot take. And then I asked, I was like, I don't think James Harden is ever gonna win a championship because of his style of play. And also like I said, the 76ers, they always been hit with some sort of misfortune. Like that shot by Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs is ridiculous. Like Kawhi should have had missed that shot. If this was a regular season, that was shot when that go in, but that was just crazy. And it's like stuff like that happens. So and then they got Doc Rivers as the head coach. I don't trust Doc Rivers no more in the playoffs. I don't even think that man calls plays in the playoffs. I think he just like, well, we got to do better. Uh, it's not a winning formula. I don't think he's going to get it done, unfortunately. But still a Hall of Fame career. All right, let's jump back to the NFL. We got some Deshaun Watson news. There have been numerous reports reported out there that um, he's due to be suspended for eight games. Eight games out of 17, that's a, that's a nice amount. Also, there's stories out there that he could be suspended the whole season in which they said the NFL will actually push back on that. So right now, it looks like eight games is on the table. So if that happens, if he gets suspended eight games, is that a fair punishment for him to start off the season? Korea, what you think? So I feel like being suspended for eight games, that's like pretty much like the majority, like half of the season there. Pretty much. You know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like, you know, um, I heard like the Browns, they signed Josh Rosen uh, <laughs> first, you know, rounder. So I feel like, you know, Rosen, like, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, pretty much I feel like the Browns, I could just laugh at them, but um, they have like uh, Brissett too. But, you know, like, I feel like I would rather start Brissett over Rosen, of course. Oh, of course. And um, I just feel like, you know, the fact that he's going to be out, you know, um, you know, Watson's going to be out. It does, like, affect the Browns um, in, in a way, of course. Um, and, uh, like, hopefully, like, the Browns, you know, they just, like, come up with, you know, offensively, they come up with something, like, you know, um, I know, like, 
like I had said, like just a minute ago, like they have Brissett. So I feel like Brissett could carry the team for the first like eight weeks or whatever, however long, you know, it's going to be that, um, you know, Watson's going to be suspended for, which it is eight games. I think Brissett could carry the team, you know, until he comes back. But I feel like when um, Watson comes back, you know, it's going to be, you know, a little bit of a, you know, um, because when he comes back to week nine, that's going to be like, whoa, you know, kind of like trying to get himself back in there type of thing. So it's going to be like a little weird, even though that's like their job, you know, it's like, you know, these are professional players. But um, I think it's going to be, you know, um, like different for sure, you know, Uh, especially for the first eight weeks for the Browns. So uh, we'll just have to see how that goes for them. If he gets suspended eight games, like, do you think that's, do you think that's right? You know, eight games, you think that's the correct amount of games or you think it should be more or less? Um, I think like maybe less. I think maybe like (laughs) at least like five games, at least five. Um, You know, I feel like eight is a lot because like I said, you're missing like half of the season right there. And that affects the team, you know, in different ways. So I think like five games, that's fair. It's fair game right there. All right. Uh, Joey, um, Deshaun Watson may receive an eight-game suspension. Is that fair? See, I kind of think that eight games is a little light for, like, what he was. Like, oh, man. I think, like, I don't know. Like, I personally, like, I think, like, every sports league should be more, um, what is the word, more tough on on suspensions of this nature. And I feel like that, I don't know, I think at least a full season should be would be just for me. I just feel like, yeah, like you're missing a whole season as an NFL player. Not good after missing all of last season, too, just from all these investigations and stuff. But my whole thing is you don't want to get suspended and stay out of trouble kind of thing. So especially when it comes to stuff like this. So, like, I don't know, like it's 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 a tough situation, obviously. But, yeah, I feel like if once the their investigation concludes and stuff and they find that he did do all of this stuff then a full season is is more than more than justified in in my opinion full season that's tough yeah i mean people have been who was it like blackman has basically been Justin Blackman's been blacklisted from the NFL just for yeah. smoking marijuana. So that's why I f- that's where I think of that. And I'm like, I feel I feel like this is worse than just smoking a couple oh, joints or whatever. So <laughs> definitely. So at least yeah. a full season should be should be fine. And then it's also worth noting that they suspended Calvin really. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. For betting for one game. Yep. One I'm game better. Just one. And he got a whole season. Yeah. So it's like if if that's the measuring stick, then Deshaun Watson has to miss a whole season, right? If and then mm-hmm. we're talking about the NFL who's embraced betting, who's embraced Vegas. All the sports are <laughs> embracing are Vegas ready. now. So yep. like it got it gotta be it gotta be a whole season. However, um, you know, I, this is this is my opinion aside. Legally, 
legally, I mean, he all the criminal charges were dropped. And he well, not even dropped, he didn't face any criminal charges. So that's off, that's off the table. He faced a lot of civil cases, those got settled. So, you know, in the court of public opinion, he did do those things. But however, he's not criminally charged. So how can you suspend him for a whole season when, you know, there's no high-end charges going on? However, in my estimation, he did violate somewhere in the rules, code of conduct policy, he did violate those. And those usually get about four to six game suspensions. So I think he at least, at the very least, got to get a six-game suspension. Just because, just off that. But you know, like I said, it's 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 uh it's a tricky measuring stick. It's like the NFL moves the goalposts with these. You gave Calvin really pretty much a whole year. So Deshaun Watson, with something far worse, should get a whole year. I wouldn't be surprised if he does, but then the NFL talking about they're gonna sue if they if they do that is it's, it's an ongoing war. I don't think in the mind of, you know, everybody that's watching, it's never going to be justified. As people probably think that Deshaun Watson shouldn't even be in the league right now in the first place. He's in training camp right now. So he's, I think, I think he knows he's going to play just a matter of when, but he should get a whole year just because of how they suspended everybody else. But I don't think he's going to get that. I think he's going to get at least like six games. But well, that's that's the thing with the NFL is just that their whole like thing about suspensions is just super inconsistent. Right. With, like anything like you could you could get you could get one game or a full season and all of it. I'd be like, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised just because of how inconsistent the NFL is with handing out like uh, suspensions. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that they, they definitely going to have to like get together. Because like some of the things the NFL has done has been unfair to players. Like the mm-hmm. marijuana thing, unfair. Unfair. If he gets suspended or he might not, you know, this gonna affect the Browns going into the season. It is worth no Deshaun Watson has not played since what 2020. So it is crazy that people think off the bat that he's just gonna come in and just turn everything around. But from a football standpoint, more than likely, they're going to start with Jacoby Pissett to start the season. Um, how the Browns going to do this season? Career, uh, you kind of, you know, alluded to it a little bit. Like, you think it's going to be a little little shaky to start. Like, how many games do you see the Browns winning this year, Career? Mm, I'd say maybe like eight and eight or like seven and eight or something. I don't know. But, I mean, I feel like they're probably I mean who knows they may surprise us too but they're in my division so I mean I feel like they may be like you know last or third place in the division hopefully my Steelers won't be last <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say yeah yeah we'll we'll see about that in our yeah. NFL special we'll we'll see what we have to steal is it but Joey <laughs> how many how many games you think the Browns can win this year Again, it all depends on the suspension and how Deshaun Watson is after not playing for like for a full season plus whatever he may get suspended for. But um, just like I just look at the Browns and I just they're just one of those teams that like I just can't really take them seriously because it gets the Browns. It's like 
it's like, it's like, it's like the Browns are just going to find a way to Brown, if that makes sense. So they're just like, I feel like, I feel like something between like six to eight wins I could see, but maybe nine oh, wins. But like, like they have um, a good team, but it's the Browns. It's the Browns. <laughs> like I just can't, like, I just can't take them seriously. It's just one of those things. No, they did win 11 games not too long ago now. They did. They did but, yeah, they did. They did. They, they, mm-hmm. Eight and three down the stretch. I mean, that is true. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. this 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 situation kind of like dilutes how the Browns gonna go forward. I uh, I don't know why I got eight games in my head, like an eight and nine record. Like you said, they gonna do some Brown things, and then <laughs> and then you know Nick Chubb, fantastic running back, but gets hurt from time to time. They signed. They they traded for Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper. Has this thing where he'll play great at home and get on the road and he ass. So <laughs> then he also then he, uh sometimes just forgets how to catch a football. Like he oh, has man. so many I drops. Hope, I, I hope not this year because I actually in one of my fantasy leagues, um, I actually drafted Amari Cooper. <laughs> but I draft him as a flex option though, not as my one-two. So you know, he's a wild factor with that. I can I can I can live with that. I can live with that, but yeah. Uh, and then the Browns defense, yeah, they got some players on that defense, but Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah, Miles, yeah, Miles Garrett, led by Miles Garrett, but it'd be weeks where the Browns, the Browns gonna brown. Yep. They, they like the NFL version of the Sacramento Kings. That's what I was thinking. Oh my God. I was thinking that. I was thinking that in my head too when he was, he was like, Browns gonna brown, I'm like Kings gonna. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Kings going yeah, yeah, more, more things change, the more they stay the same. But yeah, the Browns are in a tough spot, but we'll see what happens. All right. One more story. NFL. We all know, we all know who Sean Payton is, former coach of the New Orleans Saints, won the Super Bowl, was there for 15 years, decided to step away from the game for personal reasons, hang out with the family, which you know you can understand. He's getting that itch again. It seems like to come back to the NFL as early as 2023 next year. And we all know there's going to be some jobs up for grabs next year. So Sean Payton, he stepped away. Think about coming back. If he's on the coach market, should he get picked up right away, Joey? I think he has the resume to get picked up right away. Hmm. Like he's, he's always won, done nothing but like, win games or make the playoffs with the saints. Like when he was their coach, other than that one year, he was suspended, but, <laughs> but, but uh, we'll just ignore that for, for the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, no, even, even with that, like he's a great coach and like players seem to always like respect him. And, and he's one of those coaches that players always want to play for. So I could see a team like a struggling team, really trying to bring him in just to like shake things up. Like, I don't know, like a team that comes to mind is is um like the New York Giants, for example. But that would that would involve they just um, got a new head coach, right? They just got him. I think. Yeah, I know. But again, it's the it's the Giants who like I still don't think they ever make good hires ever. So <laughs> this would involve the Giants having to make a good uh a, a good uh decision for once, but <laughs> <laughs> but um like I don't know, like I feel like he would he would fit well with that kind of team or even um, 
even a team like the Panthers, I could see them going in and like for turning one of Ooh. their quarterbacks. Get rid of Matt Rule. I don't know. Like, I just don't think that's working there. It's just, uh, oh man, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I could see him going to one of those teams and just, it's just making a difference. Oh, Matt Rule. Uh, I kind of, I kind of was believing in that hire. I'm like, yeah, he's going to bring that energy. You know, he's going to bring that energy. Yeah, it just hasn't worked so far. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> career, uh, you think Sean Payton, if he hits that head coach market next year, you think he should get a job right away? Oh, heck yeah, he should. Because, mm. you know, he's like a great coach, you know, and he's very likable. And, you know, I feel like he would, you know, definitely, even though he's like an older man, I believe he's in his 50s now. But I mean, he still got it in him, you know, to coach. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I've been reading, I've been hearing things about there's like a few teams that would kind of be in mind for him, like next year. Um, like, I mean, I don't see this happening, but like the Seahawks, because, you know, how like Pete Carroll, he's getting up mm. their age. So like he's probably going to step down or something. And then, you know, you have like the Raiders. You also have like the Bucks, because like, you know, I guess like Bruce Arians, like he um, like, I guess like he's like resigned or something like that to yeah. leave like Todd Bowles, you know, with like, you know, basically like a setup for him as to be like a starting like, a, of course, a head coach, you know, and then the Jets like I like that because like Joey mentioned the Giants, but the Jets, yeah, too, they like, just be good. They just put in uh, Robert Sala as the, oh, the head coach. You oh, think? Forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he. Okay. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so he said then, he's. You, you think he should have a chance? Robert yeah, Sala. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think he has, should definitely have a chance for sure. Okay. But, um, I was gonna ask you, what do you think about the Cowboys? I was just about to bring them up. Well, first of all, let me say, it's a no-brainer. Somebody gonna snatch up Sean Payton. You know, next season, yeah. if he if he decides to come back <laughs> with a game where we in the NFL, we in a time where it's all about offense and he's an yeah. offensive genius. We've seen the work he did with Drew Brees, got mm-hmm. a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, somebody going, whoever need a head coach, if they going to hit his phone up, they going to call him up, you know, they going to give him a big contract and he going to take it from there. I'm glad you brought the Cowboys. We get to talk about the Cowboys right now. Why not? Let's let's talk about, let's talk about America's team. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I hate America's that. team. <laughs> I hate the, yeah, I hate I hate that tag so much. We all know who's the real America team. Ew. We know who's the real America <laughs> team. But, <laughs> but uh but the Cowboys is is a popular name. Now, when I was hearing about Sean Payton. That was the first team they linked them to because I guess everybody figured Mike McCarthy going to fall, fall, fall off the face of the earth. They don't think it's going to work in Dallas. He got off to a shaky start. And Sean, and I, I think Jerry Jones likes Sean Payton too. So he does. You know, they're going to work with that. Um, I think, I think that's like a, a perfect match right there. I can actually see him. Being a Cowboys head coach, I can see if not too. next season, the season after, I don't believe in Mike McCarthy there with the Cowboys. The first thing that man did, he hired um, who was it? The the defense coordinator, Mike Nolan, 
Mike Nolan was out the game for six years, and the last time he was in the game, his defense sucked. So it's like, what are you doing? And he's not the best motivator in the world. He's not the best best head coach. He do have a great offensive mind, but at the end of the day, you need a head coach to be a leader of men to corral the team, and that's what Sean Payton does over Mike McCarthy. So I think if they find Mike McCarthy – whether it's in season or after the season, if they fall below expectations, which I don't know what the hell they are, <laughs> <laughs> the the real expectations, Cowboy fans, uh, then definitely, definitely go after Sean Payton. Uh, uh, yeah. I was going to say something real quick. But, yeah, because the Cowboys, they're in the NFC East. So, like, I feel like there's always something, like, I don't know, like when it comes to like the playoffs, the Cowboys, they just I don't know, something's always amiss somewhere when it gets to that time of the season. And I feel like they always end up choking when they get close or, you know, whatever. It kind of reminds me of like, well, in my opinion, the Raiders, too. They're kind of like that as well. So it's like I feel like I agree with you. I feel like I can see Sean Payton. Like, definitely. I could see him being like a part of the Cowboys organization. And I think he would be a good fit for a head coach there. Yeah. Uh, Definitely carry that team, you know? Yeah. Uh, Joey, what you think about that? Sean Payton, Dallas Cowboys. I hate talking about the Cowboys, (laughs) but, (laughs) but like, I don't know. They're one of those teams. They just get linked with anybody, like anybody, anybody, any semi big name who comes up, all the Cowboys fans start these rumors about, about, oh, they're going to come here. They're going to come here. It's just like, and it almost never happens. So at this point, it's just like, who knows? But one thing we know about Jerry Jones is that he doesn't like to be made wrong and firing or getting rid of McCarthy after only three seasons would be an admission of failure in his part. It was what he would think in his head. So I have a feeling that he's not going to want to do that. He doesn't want the public to see that he's failed. So I tell you, the first thing that man should do, he need to fire his damn self. It's, it's been way too long. Way he too won't do long. that though. That's never gonna happen. But it's it gotta like, happen. It's like how I think uh, um, uh, Dan Snyder should be selling my team, but it's never gonna happen. So yeah. we're just gonna be. Yeah, he definitely need to go. We're, we're gonna be stuck in mediocrity until he sells the team. Nah, but <laughs> but yeah. uh, with all that aside, like I just, I just. This happens all the time with Cowboys. Like they get linked to these big names, and and then nothing rarely ever comes from it. So yeah, but I, don't, so this, like, I think this one, this ahead. one, I can see it happening, but it would involve um, Jerry Jones having to put his ego aside and making making the right. Oh, move. You, you don't think? Yeah, that man. You know, I think he weighing over his head. However, you don't think he gonna snatch up Sean Payton? I think he'll definitely admit that he made a mistake if Sean Payton wants to go to Dallas. I think he'll do that. And also, mm-hmm. side note, too. yeah, and side note, Joey, I think you're sweating a little bit from the sight of Sean Payton going to Dallas. I, that's not that don't mean listen, good news for Washington. <laughs> listen, Cowboys, cow, Cowboys like the Browns. They're gonna find a way to to screw it up. <laughs> oh man. And see, that's terrible. When you get compared to the Browns <laughs> of all the team, you the Cowboys, it's just terrible. But all right, let's go to our let's go to our segment. I seen this graphic. It had choose your 2000s all-star offense. So it gathered all the players that were great in the 2000s in the NFL, put them all in one graphic, 
and you choose your offense from there, one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, and tight end. So I had a twist. Usually when I see these type of things, it'll be $15 max. So that's what I did, put in a $15 rule. So players like Peyton Manning, LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, Randy Moss, Torrey Hope, and Tony Gonzalez, those players are worth $5 and so on and so forth. So Mike and Ben submitted theirs, and I'm going to read theirs off. And Mike, he selected Brett Favre, Marshall Falk, Chad Ochocinco, Larry Fitzgerald, and Antonio Gates. Ben, Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, Terrell Owens, Chad Ochocinco, Dallas Clark. Um, real quick, before we get started with Dawes, which one of those two do y'all like the best? I'm not sure. Those are both really <laughs> good teams. Do you mind just the, sorry, do you mind yeah, just repeating? I've got, let's see. Can you repeat it? <laughs> uh, okay, so Mike had Brett Favre, Marshall Falk, Chad Ochocinco, Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Gates. Ben oh. had Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, Terrell Owens, Chad Ochocinco, Dallas Clark. I personally like Mike's better. Mm, ben Mike. Ben has a good one too. Ben, Man, you gonna watch this. Ben, you're gonna see this. <laughs> but I like yours too, Ben. But I like Mike's. I would pick Mike's. Mm. I'm uh I think I'm gonna agree. I really I really think that like Antonio Gates and Larry Fitzgerald are like two like like they're two players who I just think like don't get enough love. Like they're like they both have the longevity and they were both wow. like they were both elite for so many years. And don't forget we I talking just, about the two thousands though. You keep it yeah, in the two yeah. thousands. Yeah, even in the two thousands, like there wasn't a year where they were just like subpar, either mm-hmm. one of those players. Yeah. And like Brett Favre, like you just kind of live with the interceptions because he throws for so many yards and so many touchdowns too. So Yeah, which which is why mm-hmm. I'm picking Benz. Y'all are out child mm-hmm. my Mike is out of his mind. You don't pick Brett Favre. That man would throw. That man literally would throw. Has thrown Super Bowls away. Has thrown Super Bowl appearances away in the playoffs. I'm not picking it. No, 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 no. I'm not picking. It. I'm picking Peyton Manning, greatest quarterbacks, greatest mathematicians in that pocket. And then Chad Ocho Sink on To. They was teammates at one point. So and then it, it kind of worked. So I, I like Ben's over Mike's, but. I don't like neither one of those over mine. But before we get to mine, Korea, who's your who's your offense? What you have? Okay, so this is mine. So I love Peyton Manning. So he's going to be my quarterback. Big mm. Peyton Manning fan here. And then Marshall Falk. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. My Show some love. Show some love, love to I my love guy. Falk. I love that guy. Randy Moss, Johnson, and Tony G. So that's my team. Mm. Mm. Randy Moss. Right okay. Okay. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joey, who you got? So I'm building this as if we are making a team that is going to play in the 2000s with 2000 style football as well. So with that being said, I'm going to go cheap on the quarterback and go with, uh, I want to go with Drew Brees. Ooh, that's, ooh, yeah. that's surprising. That's at running surprising. back, <laughs> at running back, I'm gonna go with uh, LT just because mm. 2000s. I just think of how how much running backs used to dominate the game. So I'd take in what 
in my opinion, like one of the it's either him or or Adrian Peterson, who were the best of the 2000s. And I lean more towards LT. And then for wide receivers, I think I would go with uh, Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson just for like exactly what um, exactly what what uh, what Stacy said here. Just um, they've worked together before and there was a and it worked pretty well. So might as well do it again here. And then for my tight end, for my tight end, I'd, I'd go with, um, I guess that leaves me with Dallas Clark, who <laughs> just a great pass catcher. Okay. Just like someone, he's just, he's just one of those reliable tight ends who, you know, big red zone threat and stuff like that. Not the, not the most flashy, but he'll get the job done. Right. Right. I, I, I completely understand. I completely understand. But why do I, why every time we do this, I got to set y'all straight. Why every time I do this, I got to set y'all straight. I don't think nobody beating my team. Oh my gosh. I don't think nobody beating my, don't, don't you do that. Don't you do that. (laughs) Now the listeners decide. (laughs) Yeah. Now everybody says, everybody has that reaction that Korea just had. But after I always read my players, y'all be like, oh, so I here know we go. I know one player you picked already. So who who? Falk. No, I didn't. Ah, oh, for I'm, real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marshall Falk. Oh. Marshall Falk. I, I apologize. I apologize. Look, man. Oh, I'm still a fan. You know. Dang. I apologize. You still my boy. All those years, <laughs> greatest show on turf. But I'm trying to win the Super Bowl here, man. So my quarterback. I can't believe y'all passed this man up. Tom Brady is my quarterback. And why is Tom Brady my quarterback? In the 2000s, that man won three Super Bowls, more than anybody on this list. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah including the back-to-back. He beat my Rams, which I'm still mad at to this day. Then he had the Philly and, and Carolina. And y'all going to pass that up? I can't believe y'all. I can't <laughs> believe y'all. And we seen this man. And back then, he ain't even really – he had Deion Branch at his wide receiver, dominant wide receiver at this point. And you give him my wide receivers that I'm going to tell y'all in a minute, it's over with. My running back, I had to go with Adrian Peterson. I went cheap on a running back. But AP, even though he got to the league in 2007, his first few years. That's good. Whew. Whew. The most violent runner. He'll run you over. It's, man, amazing. My wide receivers. I went with T.O., Terrell Owens who is one of my favorite wide receivers of all time, and also Larry Fitzgerald. Both these guys got the complete package at wide receiver. They don't drop balls. We've seen what T.O. done in the, uh, in the Super Bowl with that nine catch 122 yards after he injured his leg not too long before that. And then Larry Fitzgerald, his first few years, amazing. Do do and then durability with both these guys too. Both these guys, you know, was normally healthy. Now tight end, I took that high end and went with Tony Gonzalez, hey. the greatest tight, the greatest tight end in NFL history. If anything breaks down, throw it to Tony Gonzalez. He was durable too. Got hands, can run routes, changed the game at tight end. So to recap, I got Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, Terrell Owens. Larry Fitzgerald and Tony Gonzalez. Well, Stacey, are we doing what we did last week? Like, just, you know, everyone's going to vote on which team they like. Yeah, and I should win this time. 
Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> confidence. So I have and confidence. Yeah. So I have a Bye. question. Yeah, go ahead. If you can add one 2000s defender to this team, oh, man. That you picked, who would it be? You, you, now nah, you, you got me thinking. That is, that I know is my question. answer is pretty, is pretty simple for me. I'm going to go with someone who would have been the greatest safety of all time if his career didn't tragically come to an end, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Yeah, man, Sean Taylor. But why? Well, let's talk about the positives because we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. Fantastic safety. That man was feared as safety. Feared. I got his jersey in my closet right now. Like, yeah. Was, I started watching football right when he was gaining a lot of traction. And with my dad watching all the all the Washington games every Sunday, he was I just remember watching him and like this guy is he's, he's just electric. Yeah, mm, I, 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 to be honest, I don't know. I don't know who I would add on defense. That's that's something that I would have to look up. But Sean Taylor is definitely a solid pick. For me, I would probably pick maybe like Michael Strahan or Joey <clears throat> Porter because he used to play mm. for the Steelers. Mm. So Michael Strahan's a good one too. Yeah. It's a good one. All right, we're gonna think about it. We're gonna do more research on that. But no, no, I want game. an answer from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let me see. Putting you on the spot. Oh, man. Oh man, it's tough. I wish somebody gave me a list of. Uh, you should do that next let's week. Let's see. There's Ray Lewis. There's uh, Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher, Ed, Ed Reed, Brian Erlacher, Troy Palomalu. Okay, I'm starting. Something. I think I'm. I'm gonna go with Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ray you Lewis. You know, I I disagree dope. with him dope. personally. Huh? Yeah, I was <laughs> saying Ray Lewis. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I you yeah. know I disagree with some the stuff that he had said when he was on <laughs> that field. Talk about fear. He put fear in teams, dominant, and he was a great leader too. So I'll take Ray Lewis. But that was the huh? All right. What you think about Reggie White though? Reggie White. Yeah. When he when he old in two thousand? Or am I tripping? Um. Yeah, I think he retired in like early two thousands or something like that. Yeah. 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 Reggie White. You know who don't get talked about though? Speaking of Reggie White, Bruce Smith. Oh, Bruce Smith. Do you, do you know who Bruce Smith is? Um, vaguely, but not. <laughs> I was like, oh, Bruce Smith. <laughs> Bruce Smith. I think he had 200 sacks in. I don't think nobody's broken his all-time sacks total yet. And I don't think anybody will ever will. But that was the end of Stacy on Sports Podcast Show. Once again, I was joined by Korea Lewis and Joey Kanji. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, subscribe to our new YouTube channel. And also, I do want to plug that we have a spinoff show headlined by myself and Joey that's coming real, real soon in about a few weeks. But until next time, we're all signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.